Our Southwest Conference is going down on Saturday, March 21st at 10 a.m. in Burleson, Texas at Graceview Baptist Church. It's a micro-conference on contending for the gospel, protecting orthodoxy, and promoting unity. Head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com to register and stay tuned for more info. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. We're back. We're back, and it's dark in the office. And we're finally getting to enjoy these glasses. So uh, some listeners sent us some... And the bourbon that they sent yeah, us. Yeah, they sent us whiskey glasses yep. that are like powder-coated black on the outside, but it's yep. all glass on the inside. They're handsome, stylish. Here is how blessed I am. How blessed are you? Uh, here's how blessed I am. About two and a half months ago, I mm-hmm. saw these online, and I said to myself, I said, self, I want those. And then I said to my wife, Michelle, I want those. Mm. And she told me no. And I said, oh, I guess I can't buy these. And then God said. And then the Lord says, <laughs> let me bless you with these through a listener. I got you, Jimmy. Yeah, he said, <laughs> I got you. And so now we're finally getting to enjoy these. I think they're, they're I, you know what? I'm going to mispronounce it. The Norlin. They're Nor- N- Nolan? Norlin? Norlin. I believe it's. Norwal? <sighs> no, I think it's N-O-R-L-A-N. I don't know. Yeah, they're, gonna, real, they're really nice. The you know whiskey glass and it's the matte black one. The, yeah, exact, the exact one ones? I wanted. Me too but I wanted them six months ago. Oh, so you mean yeah, when the you. Lord hears my prayer, he answers quicker? No. No, 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 no that's no. exactly I'm what saying you, you jumped onto my idea. Is what, what how, we didn't even talk about yeah, it. I know, but you, you could tell. What <laughs> I could tell. Oh. So what time did you get up this morning? You've been getting up early, going to work as normal. Like, yeah, like, yeah, did, I don't know, like uh, it was five, quarter five? to five. I got yeah. five as well. Good. Got my morning, my early morning with, the, with my DG, my discipleship nice. group. Nice. How'd that go? It was really good. We're in Corinth. No, we're, what are we in? Colossians. Colossians. We're Colossians. We're eating Colossians. Chopping it up. Yep. And uh, it was good. It was really good. Chopping it up. I did that. And then I met with some uh, some church folk. Really heard some cool testimonies about they're newer to the church. Okay, good, and so good, good. I got to Colson's parents. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, super yeah, yeah. cool. I'll, yeah, I'll be seeing Colson tonight at DG. We Ooh, have DG see tonight. That? Like we're all yep. like all connected, all connected. Yeah, Chris all works. To- <laughs> no, that's the wrong. That's, that's the wrong, wrong connection. Oh no, that's right. Um, yeah, man, super Which cool. I just, want to watch that movie. We need, I missed actually, that movie. We we need to watch that. Watch it at Levita. We Put it on in the back. That'd be great. Let's do it tonight. No, I can't tonight. Why? I got DG. I just got done saying. You can skip your... No, who does DG at night? Discipleship groups at night is a bad idea. Why? You only think it's a bad idea because you... Yes, <laughs> because it exactly. Is. Because you the want me to go do something. The only I would potentially have to hang out with you. <laughs> no. And other like, church folk are stealing. Are you on the clock at least? Clock that time. What? No. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be in a DG <laughs> if I was whether on staff or not. Anyways, so what else did you do? You, you got to meet up with some mm-hmm. uh, some individuals there from Yeah, so a bunch of, bunch of meetings, uh, all good stuff. Been going. I'll be going after this. Um, but the, the the most fun that I had so far, of course, because this is going to eclipse oh. that, obviously. Oh, you. Obviously. Well, so, well done there, because I was about I had, to jump on you right most there. Most fun that I had until 5 o'clock uh-huh. was um, I was on the Babylon Bee podcast today. Oh, now you were on the B. It'll air Friday, I believe. Okay. Friday, I believe. Okay. And so, you know, they have, if you look at who they have, they have like, like Candace Owens and people like that on there. Mm-hmm. 
Like legit. So like, why, like, why are like, you I have, on there? I, so I, why am How I on this? How did you get on this? They're like, you're actually the first pastor we've ever had on here. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> start small. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, yeah, they were. But no, it was it was fun, man. We basically, uh, they were, they're really funny guys, obviously. We love the B. Yeah, you yeah. Know. And, so yeah, uh, I mean, it was good. What'd you guys, what'd you guys talk about? Just, it was just normal stuff. Nothing, nothing funny. controversial. They asked me funny questions, you know, stuff okay, like that. Okay. Yeah. Funny questions. Did people, it might, it might, things might be a little, little, might be a little. Uh, I heard from Joe some no, of the things. I'm no, not, no, I'm not going to share no, it. I'm, I'm going to let saying. them go ahead and tune in on Friday, but I want for the record, what okay. can I say to you, Joe? After you, you said, told I might, I might've gone too far. Ah. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you, what gotta, you think? listen. Is it or is it not? I think you were a little bit loosey goosey. Is it or is it not? Oh no, it's a, a compliment. compliment. I agree if with a gay you. man. <laughs> oh, I did. I think we we're going to talk about this. No, I'll say this part of it. Okay. If a gay man, like so, for example, mm. you've been hanging out with Steve McCoy a fair bit. Yes. Okay. Now, if you go to a restaurant with Steve McCoy, mm-hmm. about I would say one out of four times, if there's a gay server. They will hit on Steve. That's just how it's been. I've known Steve for a very long time. That happens. So 25% of the time. Oh, there you go. 25% of the time. Mm-hmm. And um, if that happens, if that were to happen to me, I would, uh, it's a compliment. I would, I, I would, you know, it's wrong. I, I think it, obviously, you know. Obviously. Obviously. But so, but, homosexuality but some, is a sin. Yeah, but somehow. But so, I'm just saying. But you're if, saying somehow. You're, I'm flattered you, that somebody you, finds me attractive. There's some sense of pleasure. Not pleasure. You, you, yeah, you no. just said you're flattered by it. Flat, it makes you happy. Pleasure. Maybe a little bit. Okay, <laughs> so it makes you happy. <laughs> Pleasurable. Saying, you I, find joy. That someone thinks of me as an attractive person. Yeah, you know, because there's really only one, and she has to because she married me. So <laughs> She stuck with you I'm from saying. here on out. All right. Nobody cares about this. Well, no, they do care because there's going to be some some letters on this one. Oh, And whatever. there's going to be articles at – because uh, you kind of likened. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Let's you let can, people find out. Yeah, you can look, find out. You find out. Go listen to Babylon ah, B. You – hey, hey, Listen, on the B, yeah. you poke the B. That's I, what happened. I poked the bee. You poked the bee. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I, yeah. That oh. wasp nest of a yeah website. Well, I was accused of virtue signaling by uh, someone recently on Twitter. Mm. Um, and uh, this time, I think I was more like, uh, I think I was trying to poke the Tijuana Smalls. <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, I got for the record, eh, loosey goosey. You know what? You know how it is. No, you're no, having, I don't know. You're having fun. Oh, really? I we don't, don't need. Know. We don't need to get. You've never overstated things, and you've never gone too far. N- never on a podcast. <laughs> How about when you're preaching and using uh, uh, hold on, hand no, no, gestures? No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, no, no. You have to define. You, mm-hmm. you, you got to be just clear. Saying. No, you got to yeah. be clear on that because oh, you people, are thinking, because, people uh, are thinking I'm making hand gestures. Really, you made all crazy like. Okay. No, 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 no. Was this a hand gesture that was somehow supposed to symbolize? Conjugal love between a husband and wife. <laughs> Hold on, was it, it or was it not? But it was not the. the no, it's not one, the one that you're. It's not thinking the one of. that people no. are thinking. But did it still gross out all of the men who saw you do it? So it was a leadership <laughs> lab, <laughs> leadership and it was, a, it was a talk on marriage. And so continue. Okay, there we go. Nobody see. Nobody cares about this stuff. That's what mm. I was saying. All right. Well, listen. We got an email, mm-hmm. and uh, we need to talk. And we just about, lost half our listeners. That's okay. <laughs> we, we can afford it. <laughs> well, you know um, we can. <laughs> yeah, we can. Uh, we got an email from Brandon. And Brandon's... Or that's Brayden, but yes. Yeah, Brayden is not a real yeah, name. Yeah, Brayden. Brayden. Yep, that's Powell. what you do with hair. Yep. Brandon is a name. Uh, Paul and long hair. Message says, 
Hey, Joe and Jimmy. I love your podcast. Well, it says, hi, Joe and Jimmy. Continue. Okay, I'll be very literal now. I will not deviate from the text. How good. about that? Don't deviate. Okay, good. I'm going to read the whole thing. Yeah. Hi, Joe and Jimmy. I love your podcast and have found it very encouraging to me. I work as a window cleaner, so we'll sometimes listen to your podcast for eight hours at a time. Whoa. Whoa. I had a question about 1 Corinthians eleven fourteen. Paul says that it's shameful for men to have long hair. In light of this, how long is too long for a man to have his hair? Very That's good a good question. question. So Very... I would say there nope. is not really... What? Is Paul saying that this is a cultural thing? Or does longer hair make someone look womanly? Sort of like if two men were doing a podcast together and one was bald and one had long hair. Is Paul himself saying that the one with long hair would kind of be wifely? Mm-hmm. Mm. Love the show. God bless you both. Yeah, you didn't have to go too literal here. Yeah, I, I, I literal. Wifely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, podcast wifely. It does. <laughs> podcast wifely. You have awesome hair. I, I do. Just, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, it. all right, Jimmy. So just like big picture, if we were to just uh, kind of take a step back yep. and what what you think most Bible reading folk could come up with about what Scripture has, has about this stuff. What come? What do you think they would come up with? Well, I think most people would look at if you look at the Bible. At large, right? Most people, as they read scripture, they're going to know a few things. They're going to know there's long hair within scripture. Okay, like? Like Samson. Obviously. Obviously. That's a good one. That's a good one. Samson had long hair. Why? Because of the Nazarite vow. Oh, Nazarite vow. Nazarite vow means you can't cut your hair. You can't grow cut long. your hair. Can't gotta, do it. got to be like European death metal long, like super long hair. Yeah, the best kind. Is that the best kind? Yeah. Okay. All right. No hairspray. Just let it just, just let it hang yang, out. Bang your back. head. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it was signified by the long hair. It, mm-hmm. you know, it, let's let's just be honest here, guys. I'm just going to call it how I seize it. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jesus had long hair. Uh, well, he just he had long hair. In all the pictures, he has long hair. Yeah. Exactly. So, but in the Bible, no, no, no. The pictures say he had blonde hair, blue eyes, long hair. That's that's to me is. He Jesus. was like a California albino surfer in most of the photos that we see of Jesus. Um, that's a very white, very blonde, long hair. But probably not in the Bible, though. Just picture. I can't. Never mind. I had a great. I was trying to. He looks like Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Yeah. Don't worry. People don't that know. actually know movies will know that. Continue. Okay. All right. Good. Um, all right. So big picture then. I, what you're saying is, is you, there is long hair in the Bible, but it seems to be the exception, not the norm. Most Jewish yeah. men had, and we can do, you can do cultural backgrounds and see. The, look yeah. At and we don't know if Jesus had long hair, but yeah. No, of course not. No, it's yeah. just funny. All I just right. don't want people to think that I actually believe I've looked at a photo and that's. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you second commandment violation, uh, <laughs> worshiping false gods, golden calf, bowing down. Wait, what? Well, man, you went, you went really overboard. All right, First Corinthians uh, eleven fourteen. That it happens in the context of First Corinthians eleven twelve through sixteen. Okay, are you reading it or am I reading it? Uh, I'll read it. All right, all right. <coughs> Here you go. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Yeah, I know. And it's actually two through sixteen. So I said. No, you said 12, but continue. Yeah, I said two. Now, I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions even as I delivered them to you. But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head, but every wife who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, since it is the same as if her head were shaven. For if a wife will not cover her head, then she should cut her hair short. But since it is disgraceful for a wife to cut her hair or shave her head, let her cover her head. For a man ought not to cover his head, since he is the image and glory of God, but woman is the glory of man. 
For man was not made from woman, but woman for man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. That is why a wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman, wait, sorry. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. For as woman was made from man, so man is now born of woman, and all things are from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a wife to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not nature itself teach you that if a man pray or sorry, does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair, it is a disgrace for him. But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory for her hair is given to her for a covering. If anyone is inclined to be contentious, we have no such practice, nor do the churches of God. All right. So I know I saw like, no, I'm just like, I'm like, I kept losing my space. Here's the thing. You're good for about nine verses. Nine. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You read nine verses. Once perfectly. you get to 10, you got to the 10th birth and it birth, but you got to the 10th birth and it, the wheels came off the thing. <laughs> I love the fact I can't even make fun of you because you were trying to defend me. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot here. There's, guys. A, lot there's there. a lot here. We're not going to be able to get into all of this. We really just want to answer our brother's question about is it is it actually wrong for a man to have long yeah. hair in any time and and all of that. So let's just kind of take a general walk through this passage. Okay. And the first thing that we see here in uh, I think it's in verse uh, three, uh, two and three. Um, now I commend you because you remember me and everything and maintain the traditions even as I delivered them to you. Yeah. Now when they say traditions though, we know that he's not talking about traditions in the way that we think about traditions. Like traditions passed on from from house to house. Is that culture, what not cultural traditions, right? Like, yeah. Like uh like in my house, okay. Thanksgiving, you eat turkey. Empanadas. Oh, sorry, yes, turkey. Um uh, <laughs> Remember what I said, Lucy Goosey? <laughs> you had empanadas. You've had empanadas at Thanksgiving. Never once. Enchiladas? Never Some ada. Once. You've had something There's like that. There's been no ada. ada. There's been no ada. <laughs> I uh, think the Babylon Bee got you primed. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's not that kind of, of cultural uh, practices. Yeah. It, it really, when Paul says... Um, the traditions as I delivered them to you, those traditions that he's speaking of are basically it's truth. It's yeah. biblical truth and biblical practice. For example, in 1 Corinthians 11, 23 and 24, so same chapter, just go on down. He says, for I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance yeah. of me. So that's the, the institution of the Lord's Supper passage. Yep. A lot of us use that on a pretty regular basis. But you see what he says, I delivered to you. What did he deliver? This statement of historical fact, like this is what Jesus did when he instituted the Lord's Supper. Yeah. And then even uh, continuing on in 1 Corinthians 15, right? Mm -hmm. Again, the same thing. For I delivered to you as a first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. So mm -hmm. when we're talking about these traditions, like Joe said, we're not talking about culture traditions, but we're talking about truth. We're talking about the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, so Paul's not highlighting cultural traditions as, you know, what he's passing on. Yeah. Gospel truth. Love it. All right. So then he goes on and he says in verse three, and he, now he gets into this, this main issue of yeah. headship. The main point of marriage, what he's talking about. Yep. Right. But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ and the head of a wife is her husband and the head of Christ is God. And so 
this whole idea of head and headship, what it means, there's a debate among scholars. Yeah. Does head mean source or does head mean authority? Is it more of a of a, of a, of a Roman or a Greek sort of a, more of a Greek concept mm-hmm. or more of a Jewish concept? And most of the commentaries that, that I've read and, and resonate with me as more biblical, it argues that this is an issue of authority. Yeah. Um, the authority of the the son being the father, God the yep. father, yep. and the authority of the wife being her husband. But it, it's authority. It's authority, but it's not superiority. Right? That's a really good point there. Yeah, it's not, you know, uh, uh, domineering and oppressing someone. Yep. It's just uh, a placement of authority and a greater level of responsibility. Yeah. So he gets into that, right? He, yep. he talks about this um, headship issue, and then he gets into the sort of a cultural application of this doctrinal truth in verses four and five. Yeah, he says, "If every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head, but every woman, or sorry, every wife who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, since it is the same as if her head were shaven." And we all know a shaven head is no good. Don't you do that every day? Yeah. I'm- the exception to the rule. You're the exception to the rule. <laughs> so here, here Paul starts to get into something that has to do, and I think it has to be happening in the context of corporate worship. Okay, uh, praying and prophesying, right? So praying and prophesying, you're you're talking about public prayer and public preaching or public teaching. Mm-hmm. This is not necessarily the office or even the function of a pastor. Uh, so everybody can relax. We're not. Going all Beth Moore on you guys. I don't want to trigger you. But, um, ooh. Oh, again. You're, Steve McCoy you're... is sending me TikToks. I have, to, uh, I have to mute that. There we go. We would send them to you, Jimmy, but you don't have TikTok. No, why? Why am I? Why do I need? Because it's Why funny. do I need another social media platform? Because you can, you can forget Twitter. It's a cesspool of discouragement. You can get on TikTok and laugh. It's funny. Okay. All right. So, uh, what we were talking about? Oh, yeah. So, we're not talking about the office and function of a pastor necessarily. Yeah. We're talking about uh, prayer and teaching, exhortation, that kind of thing that, that would happen in the context. So, yes, that the big thing is that that happens by the, the pastors yep. and the elders. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but he says, every man who does this with his head covered dishonors his head. Every wife who does this with her head uncovered dishonors her head. So men covering their head. There's um, there's a really good commentary series by Kistemacher and Hendrickson uh, called the New Testament Commentary Series. Uh, I recommend it to everybody. I think it's okay. really good. Yeah, it's really good. Here's what he says about men covering their head. In their native land and in their colonies, the Romans covered their heads during private and public devotions. Offering sacrifices, praying or prophesying, they would pull their toga, 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 forward over their heads. This devotional practice may have penetrated society in Corinth, which was a Roman colony. So when Paul reminds Christian men to pray and prophesy with their head uncovered, the recommendation fits the context of shunning the worship of idols. Paul wanted Corinthians to separate themselves from pagan customs and to be distinct in their Christian practice. Mm. So that's an aspect here that, that could be bleeding into this. Like, why would a man cover his head? Anyways, yeah, what's because culturally on, yeah. that was something that was happening. Uh, By Romans during their pagan worship, their idolatry, right? You know, and there's more significance here because of what the head coverings meant for women. Yeah. And they get into that here. Yeah. I mean, women covered their heads. They veiled themselves culturally. And it it was because it became a sign of submission to the authority of their husband. So to pray, prophesy with their head uncovered suggested rebellion. 
Right. Like they were not down with the submission. Yeah. That, you know, that was, that, that, that had been, that they had, it was supposedly taken on. Yeah. So, uh, Kistemacher and Hendrickson continue, uh, in Paul's day, a woman should cover her head. If she failed to do this, she dishonored not only her own head, but also showed disrespect to her husband. She ought to have respected her husband by wearing a head covering in public. Okay. So we're just trying to walk through this in, in, in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, maintain the gospel. Now, yep. when I talk to you about headship, just know how headship works. Yep. Therefore, get into the culture. Men who are covering their head in first century Corinth are dishonoring the Lord. Women who pray and prophesy with their head uncovered are dishonoring their husbands. Um, and then there's this. Hey, oh, verse 10. Yeah, go, it goes on this whole oh. uh, six through 10. We, we've already read it, but then. It, Let's just read it again. Right. For if a wife will not cover her head, then she should cut her hair short. And there's arguments about like, is that like cut, like shaving the head of a woman sometimes what had to do with uh, a woman that was caught in adultery. That would be a punishment. Some people have argued that prostitutes oftentimes shave their heads, uh, but it was a sign of dishonor for women. Yeah. But since it is disgraceful for a wife to cut off her hair or shave her head, let her cover her head. For a man ought not to cover his head since he is the image and glory of God, but woman is the glory of man. For man was not made from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. And then in verse 10, Paul drops like this, yeah. this like this definitive piece of knowledge that really settles the issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why a wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head. Oh, what's that? Because of the angels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, we all obviously. Because of, because of the angels. Because of the angels, right. guys. Yeah. Now, we all know what this means. It's so Let's, obvious. We don't, need to I don't even it. think we need to. I mean, it's basic I, I, You stuff. know what? I'm not going to sit here and uh, disrespect our listeners yeah. by even going it, through this. We're not going to treat them all like they're Steve McCoy. You know what <laughs> Come I'm on. Like, I mean, Steve McCoy doesn't understand this, but I know you do. So, we'll just go ahead and cool, cool, cool. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. There's like uh, there's a handful of possible mm. interpretations of that, and nobody knows what it means. Yep. And if anybody tells you they know what it means, they wrong. They lying. Yep. Yeah. They they don't. Now they could be right. Yeah. But yeah. it'd be like an accident. It'd be yeah. like spinning around ten times and throwing a dart at a dartboard and hitting a bullseye. That's not because you're good. Yeah. Because you know the wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. Because of the angels. Because yeah. of the angels. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know some of you might be trying to go back to Genesis on this one, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's creation. People go like, oh, well, you know, angels. Uh, you know, it, it, it could be angels could be representative of pastors and their mm-hmm. churches. It could be representative of, of angelic beings. Yeah. I, I, I've heard it, someone talk about like no. uh, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, or mm. was it Sodom and Gomorrah? No, no, no. The sons of men, sons of sons of God, like the angels were daughters were trying, of men. Daughters of men. Thank you. Thank you. Sons and so then I look at that like, well, yeah. you know, see if they had Nephilim. Yeah, if they ne- had, yes, that's it. If they Nephilim. had, if they had that, you know, uh, authority, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't try to, you know, yeah. uh, get it on with the Nephilim. All yeah. right, yeah, whatever that. Yeah, was. I don't know. All right, so then uh, let's just talk a little bit here. Verses eleven through thirteen, long hair covering culture. Uh, Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. For as a woman made was made from man, so man is now born of woman. See this interdependency thing, right? Mm -hmm. And all things are from God. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a wife to pray to God with her head uncovered? Paul, when Paul says that, judge for yourself. Is this okay? It's an obvious no. Like, no, it's not proper. Culturally, they all understood it is not appropriate for a woman to be prayed with her head uncovered. That Paul doesn't have to answer the question. It's implied. Yeah. And then we get to verse 14. Does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair, it is a disgrace for him? But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory. 
for her hair is given to her for her covering. If anyone is inclined to be contentious, we have no such patience, nor do the churches, no, no such practice, nor do the churches of God. So, um, by nature, Paul means what? Naughty by nature? Not because I hate you? <laughs> it's like, maybe, you know, here's the thing. People think, you know, oh, it, nature itself says, and most of us think, oh, it's, it is what is uh, revealed in creation and in yeah. conscience. It's, yeah. it's available to all. Here's what John Gill said about this idea. Oh, yeah, let's go to Gill. Uh, Willie Gilly says, we, no, no, that's not going to stick. That's not going to stick. Gilly. No, that's oh, not yeah. going to stick. You can't be all Willie Gilly. No, no, you can. that's <laughs> not going to stick. He says, by nature is either meant the law of light in nature, reason in man, common sense, or custom. Mm. And here, Gill and others are suggesting, well, this is a, this has to do with custom. This has yeah. to do with, with a particular cultural practice that was you know, widely understood yep. to signify certain things that were good. Right? Yeah. And so as they're, as, as they're hearing this, as they're reading mm -hmm. this letter, they're understanding the context in which Paul is, is referring to. Yeah. So, so they would say, oh yeah, nature tells us that a woman should pray with her head covered and men shouldn't have long hair. Yeah. And by nature, they meant, what we see in our world right here in yep. our immediate vicinity. Actually, John Piper has an interesting uh, Q and A and asked Pastor John from a while ago where they ask him about this and um, long hair or just nature about long hair, about long hair. And, and then, uh, and he deals with this issue of nature hmm. and, um, and so he, he applies it to a, so basically to just Google ask, ask Pastor John long hair and you'll find it. Uh, but he has a good way of explaining that, uh, I think he's pulling from one of the great theologians, I forget. And they said, basically, we all know that to bow down our, to bow down to something, to genuflect in that way, uh, is, is an act of idolatry to bow down to a false God. Um, and we would, people would say, well, by nature, we understand that. But if it was by, you know, rising up, you know, we would then say, if that was the common practice, then we would all see it that way. So it's okay to say by nature is the point. Mm -hmm. Um, as long as we understand what that, really means long hair and these head coverings were cultural practices right but they intersected with these biblical issues and principles yeah i mean and really by nature the cultural norm that's mm -hmm. intersecting right. you know with these biblical truths you're not talking about intersectionality are you no no i'm not a, i'm not thing. talking about that okay. i'm not talking about that but i am talking about the doctor devotion uh southwest conference doesn't nature itself tell you that everyone should register for that it, it, it does it, it, it does and so it's happening it's going down march 21st in burleson texan texas that's right outside dallas fort worth area uh it's only 40 dollars. it's only 40 bucks guys to to register uh the seating is limited the hangout on the friday night before on the 20th is limited. Uh, Joe and I are going to be talking about uh, the, the conference is going to be contending for the gospel. Oh, can't oh, wait. Oh, it's going to be good, Joe. You know, I, I can't wait to hear you speak really? on this subject. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear me too. It's going to be good. You know that uh, when like someone does that, mm -hmm. like you're supposed to. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. No, uh, but no, you're Thank supposed you for to, the you're compliment. Supposed to give, you're supposed yeah. to give that, like, give it back, right? Oh, like yeah. Well, that was very insightful of you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay, good, good. That's my and so you want to head on over to DrDevotion.com. Uh, there you could scroll on down and see all the information and register. Joe, what is this that you sent me? Okay, so the um, I forget, I don't know which guy it was. Joe just what? sent me <laughs> what... Who? Well, first of all, before I give my comments, okay, I want to know who wrote the... Or what, what, what'd you get here? What'd you get here? Uh, I got... It's a drawing of me. Yeah. Who gave you that drawing? And how old are they? Okay, uh, it was drawn today while I was recording the podcast with Babylon B. 
And who who the person over there like they drew it? Uh, like the, as they're as they're recording the podcast with you, they sent you that. Yeah. How old are they? Well, I don't know if it was Kyle Mann or who, which one. I, they, they didn't say who it is in the text. They just sent it. Uh. So it it could it could be uh, I I don't know which one. I don't know. Huh. That was pretty good. Hey, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. All right, let's get back to this thing. We got to wrap this thing up. All right, all right. Yeah, I know you got to go do your discipleship group or whatever. Yeah, sorry. All right, so um, these these cultural practices of you know men not having long hair uh, and women having long hair, women wearing head coverings. Um, here's another quote from Kistemacher. Paul poses a rhetorical question that demands a positive reply. In the cultural context in which Paul moved, long hair was a disgrace for a man, but glory for a woman. Jewish men cut their hair. Occasionally, they permitted their hair to grow for a stipulated period because they had made a vow. But afterward, they shortened it. So th- this was a cultural yeah, issue. Yeah. Short hair on men, long hair on women. They, 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 were, they were cultural signifiers for the Corinthians yep. of, of inherent God-given uh, uh, principles and specifically these differences between, between men and women. Yeah. So, I mean, Joe, when we're talking about the bottom line here, I, th- I think we really want to make sure, uh, and I, I'm hoping that we agree on this. Otherwise, there's going to be a bit of a haircut, a, a tension between you and I. But, you know, uh, long hair on a man is not a sin. Nope. Yep. Uh, no, 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 no. Nope. You disagree or nope. You agree. You made a statement. Long hair on man is not a sin. And I said, no. Um, let, let the, I, I let don't the reader, like, under, I, I let don't the reader th- understand. No, I, 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 well, no one's reading. We're hearing. Maybe it's transcribed. Uh, it is not a sin. Yeah. Now, of course, long hair could be a sin. There are certain cultural contexts yep. in which, like this, might not be a wise idea. But um, yeah, no, it's not. So here's here's the difference, though. Yeah. Long hair is not a sin. To answer the question, yep. uh, from our brother, uh, abandoning God-given roles is a sin, and how that is expressed culturally varies and we have to be mindful of that yeah now, i agree now i'm not saying it is a sin for you to not do this but it's something that we should seriously think about uh in in our culture culture country context it is traditional that when a man and a woman get married the woman gives up her last name and takes the man's name oh i want to hear you go with this continue so uh signifying mm. I am we're coming together we are becoming one mm-hmm. but there is a sense in which I am submitting myself to your name huh. so that could be a cultural issue I think it is a cultural issue that we should be mindful of I'm not saying it's wrong to not do it huh. I'm just saying uh, we ought to be careful mm. about just sounds like someone's out. a complimentarian yeah I don't know mm. just saying that being said uh, yeah I, I told Michelle there was no discussion whether or not she would take my last name. What was what was, what was her last name? Uh, Hunter. That's a, that's a pretty good name. That's a pretty good last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. There was no discussion. There was no disagreement. There was no. But I felt the need to make very clear who was in charge. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so, but thankfully she did not make me take Hunter. <laughs> that was yeah. very nice. Of her yeah. To, yeah. Thank uh, you, <laughs> Jimmy Hunter. Uh, Have you ever gone hunting? Uh, no, no. Oh, look at you. No, I don't believe I've ever gone. I'm trying to wow. remember. I know I've gone. I know I've gone. Never sh- gone hunting. No, I've gone. Sh- yeah, no, I've never gone. How hunting. you never gone hunting? You're like 36, 37 years old. You've never what, gone hunting. What do I need to hunt? What to learn how to survive? In like oh, post-apocalyptic really? thing. What if you're? What if you're in the woods and you get confronted with Bigfoot? You don't know how to hunt. What are you going to do? First of all, 
I'm not going to be confronted with Bigfoot. And well, I'm why- sorry, Chupacabra, whatever. <laughs> whatever's culturally significant. All right, dude, that's two. That yes. was two. Yes. <laughs> two. I'm out now. You're out. I don't have anything yeah, else. Yeah, first of all, what are you going to hunt? I, if, I, if I need anything, 7-Eleven. Or send Michelle, because she's from Canada, and I know they hunt up there. Now, Michelle. Michelle, yeah. Yeah. She can, yeah, she she can hunt. hunt. She can hunt. Well, she's- listen, listen. We have a little bit of time. Yep. We got to wrap it up so we can All talk right. about some D&D stuff. We got some big ideas, some big plans in the work. But mm-hmm. before before you tell everybody how to connect with us, yeah. Killian, Bing Bong. Yeah, Bing Bong, go yeah, to bed. My, my youngest son, stop listening. Go to bed. I know you're listening again. Yeah, every night, he's up there listening to it. He's going to back catalog and he reaches the newest one. So go to bed. Go to bed. It's Killian. too late for you. Right, well, why don't you sing to him? Because I, I okay. Why don't you signal? Go to sleep. Something like that. That's how oh I would my do, yeah. goodness. That would <laughs> yeah. be frightening. Yeah, how you do it? All right. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com, that you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Make sure you head on the website and register for uh, the Southwest Conference happening March 21st. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.